Hey, everyone. It, what's going on? It's it's James. It's Wham James. Remember that? <laughs> uh, here I am with a surprise, and it is that this is the first post-interview. Whoops. Whoopsie. Because uh, I'm here with Aaron, and Aaron and I are talking, and it's just Aaron and I talking, so... It didn't make a lot of sense to us to do the last week of just Aaron and I talking, and then next week also do a week of Aaron and I talking, especially given what Aaron and I are going to say, as you'll see, coming up. Also, It'd be weird if I threw it a commercial right now, but... It would. <laughs> also, given that if you want to listen to just James and I talking, there's myriad podcasts you can do that on. So For sure. For sure. Yeah. <sighs> So, hi, Aaron, hi. Hi, James, how are you? Oh, sick. Um, no. You, how are you doing? <laughs> I, I'm not not technically sick yet. <laughs> cool, love that. It seems love like that. there's a lot of respiratory stuff going around for a lot of people, yeah. so I'm just kind of waiting until I get the flu and COVID and RSV all at once. Yeah. Matt went to a sleepover three weeks ago, so... So now the, house the whole house is almost household, back to... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Almost, almost, almost back to, back to good. That's good. Like that Matchbox 20 song. Uh-huh. Okay, so... Uh, it's a good song. <laughs> it is a good I song. I really like that song. It's the last good song on the album. Yep. Okay, so... Uh, <laughs> the deal... Okay. Uh, how, do we, how do we dive into this? Uh, I really, really uh, whiffed on Nano this year, Aaron. Did you? Uh, just, just a big, huge... Like, it reached a point where I was like, oh, crap. Right. Oh, geez. It's been like four days and I have just now thought of it. Okay. At what point did that point kick in? Was it like November 7th or like November 19th? Let me see. I can, I can, because the the, the lettering of the, of the name started in, uh, in full force. So the first little hiccup was on the, uh, 8th when I missed it. Okay. So I almost nailed it. When Looks like the thirteenth was okay. about the the day when I uh, really, really, uh, you know, dropped the ball. Cool. And then you also, uh, yeah, ground to a halt. So I had been steadily putting in a handful of words each day because my my goal was spend time with the project each day. Right. Right. And I was steadily putting in at least a few words a day until the twenty third. Okay. When I was prepping for hosting 11 people for Thanksgiving. Okay, yep. And all of a sudden I woke up on the on Thanksgiving on the 24th and I was like, fuck. <laughs> right, which means I didn't get my badge. Right. And then I had to actually host 11 people on right, the that thing. day and I and so here's the thing. My project this year was this sequel to my novella. Right. I wanted to spend more time with these characters. I'm not even 4,000 words in yet, and they are still in a perpetual chili dinner. Like, they're just... These fuckers have decided that they just want to eat chili for oh, the rest chi- of eternity. Oh, C-H-I-L-I. Got yes, it, got it. Yes, I'm- all they want to do is eat chili for the rest of eternity. And huh. who am I to stop them? So... I mean, yeah. Because they just... I, I can't... What I have realized is that while I wanted to spend more time with them, there is no more story to tell for them. Interesting. So I decided on Thanksgiving night that since I didn't get my badge, I have been very much struggling with moving the story 
I'm not even going to say forward, just moving it right. literally anywhere. Um, anywhere, yeah. I'm not even <laughs> shifting it sideways a little bit at this point. It's just <laughs> sitting there eating chili. Um, right. So I was like, you know what? I'm not going to let myself stress out about this. I'm going to call it. Yeah. So, and and the the immense relief that I felt when I decided that I didn't care. Yeah. I don't know if this, is, people say that you turn 40 and you stop giving a fuck. Maybe that's true. <laughs> maybe, <laughs> maybe I have unlocked uh, the key to not caring if I win or lose Nano. And right, that maybe. key is turning 40. Right. But... Yeah, I feel good about my decision to be done. And I feel good about my decision to abandon a project that wasn't working. Yes, yes. Per- hey, excellent uh, segue into where I am, which is... Uh, <laughs> I, was talk- I was talking to Liz, uh, Liz AF, mm-hmm. uh, at like one thirty in the morning the other day. My Tis the like, and co-author, Liz Zirkle. Exactly, exactly. Published co-author, mm-hmm. right, uh, in stores now. Um, and she was like, how is Nano going? And I was like, uh, not good. Um, so we talked a little bit, and then I was like, ooh, here's something I'll do. I'll go through each of my genre prompts that have come up and talk about why it's impossible to write this genre prompt. Okay. And then I I blasted out a genre prompt. I didn't do... Uh, a word count but like it was a big huge thing hilariously it was for the genre prompt facebook post so i wrote it and then at the end i wrote hilariously this is this would have been a good facebook post Uh so um i was like okay so that actually was good for writing Mm -hmm. but that was i think my demons sort of exercised out of out of that the problem for me is that chill season doesn't work for me right it was not that chill chill to me means uh no pressure and no pressure means no action same honestly yeah yeah i and the thing is that if it had not been chills i think chill season was a very healthy decision I for agree. nano if it had not been chill season i would have said yes i have no yes i have no bananas yes i have no nano project this year uh and wouldn't have started it same and i think that uh that would have been fine. Uh, I think that what I wrote, I, I wrote a lot of things that I liked. That's good. Um, yeah. And I think that the other problem was that the topic I gave myself uh, doesn't have as much legs as I thought it did. Um, for me. I think that I didn't... I think I was like, oh, okay, I got this general idea. I'll just talk about it each day. And then the problem is that then... I was I had talked about it for what thirteen days or even ten days, and I was like, I think I've pretty much figured out what's up with this thing. I don't need to keep discussing this sort of. Gen- I didn't do any looking into the actual story that I was writing, like the you know the ba- the real life thing. I was just sort of dabbling, and so what happened was I wasn't interested in. I wasn't like, ooh, got to move the story along, or right. oh, to, like last year I was like, okay, so today. I'm finishing this episode of, the, of of television and then planning this one and getting started and writing a little bit of that. And that'll be that day. And that that worked because I was like, I'm excited about writing it. I'm having fun with it. And if I get bored, I can, you know, take it a weird place, which I did at the end of the, of the, <laughs> of the show. 
this there was no like because there was no like uh, recurring thing like the the thing I thought was a, a feature was actually a bug right. where I didn't I didn't have anything like that I was trying to construct and so I didn't care about the things that I had thrown into a pile yeah so yeah, yeah. that I mean that makes sense you you had what could have been a very ambitious project or or yeah. could have been a pile of spaghetti on the floor yeah and and you, and I think it, I think that's kind of I think that if you had approached it from a I am going to tell this story and switch up the format each day, that would have been yeah. very ambitious. But if you yeah. didn't have a particular story that you were planning to tell, if you were just going to kind of wing it and see where it went, yeah. I think yeah. also switching up the genre made that harder for you to figure right. out what the story was going to be because you can't... You can't if you're trying to put half of your focus into writing this new style. Yes. Then only half of your focus maximum can go to furthering the story. And correct me if I'm wrong, but you didn't even have a particular story arc in mind at the beginning, right? I I basically had one tweet that sort of um, set my imagination on fire a little bit. And then, like, I found other t- like I found things to talk about. If I couldn't figure out how to make a plot with those with that plot point with those plot points in it uh, work, like I had examined social media and and uh, you know like uh, social and dating apps and stuff like that. But yeah, I mean, I didn't have a I didn't have an arc. In any way, like the the Little Red Houses, I switched genres, but I I had a structure for doing that, and right. I, there was a a, a temp not a template, but like this is where you switch it, and and it's now that you switch it, as opposed to I don't know every day or 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 not, and like my list was on. I should have examined my list a little bit more. I think um, uh, about like. What can you feasibly actually do? Like, right. yeah. So, I mean, like, I think that it was a lack of prep, but I think that it was a lack of prep based on we're just having fun. And I did have fun when I was writing. And that's not nothing. No, yeah. I, and then, you know, I wrote, definitely I wrote some stuff in the group chat and I wrote some stuff like with Colin, like, that aren't, that don't like, quote unquote count as writing but like they were scratching that itch for me yeah. anyway and you know you know that like that's how I go through life anyway is right. ooh, I think I'll be incredibly over you know over I'll, over verbose on this thing that could be a you know single sentence answer just because that's that that'll be a fun thing to do yeah so what so do you feel like what you've uh learned this this nano is that uh this story is done and there's not going to be a sequel i think so yeah. i think i i had some ink like some ideas for what the sequel was going to include but when it comes down to yeah. it i don't think any of that is enough to make a full novella out of right so i think maybe i might keep working on like a couple of the individual scenes that i had in mind and maybe stick them in like if I do a future author newsletter or something. Sure. Um, Because I do quite like the first scene that I wrote. 
Yeah. Like, they're standing outside looking at the Christmas decorations, and he's like, wow, your family... I knew that they did Christmas a lot, but I was not <laughs> expecting the giant inflatable dragon in a Santa hat. And Zoe's right. like, yeah, that's Ralph. Ooh. She's like, it's Ralph the Christmas dragon. Like, uh, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, and, like, I quite, no more explanation. Yeah, I quite liked that scene, but then when, yeah. you know, the door opened and the family came out and they're like, you're here. We're so glad you made it. I'm like, oh, well, now I guess I have to write family hangout time? right. Right. Okay. So was there, it was a lack of conflict, it sounds like. Maybe. Well, so I was, I have, I have Zoe having quit her job as a flight attendant and she's working as a barista, but she doesn't want to tell her family that she had quit the job as a flight attendant because she had also quit college after one year and she's got this whole like perception that everybody sees her as never having finished anything, but she had kind of maxed out at the airline that she was at and the whole reason she'd started working as a flight attendant is because she wanted to like travel and see the world. But this ended up being a domestic airline was where she ended up being able to get a job. And after like five or six years, she's like, you know, if I try to use this as a jumping off point to get a job at an international airline, I'm going to be right back at the bottom of the pecking order. Right. And I don't really want to do that. So, But, you know, she doesn't want to tell her family that because she's afraid that they're going to be like, oh, that's Zoe quitting things, you know, as soon as it's not exactly what she thought it would be, even though her (laughs) family would not be like that. Um, Right, right. Yeah. But then, I mean, that's not enough conflict to write a whole 20,000 words about. And then Guy's whole thing was, well, I was planning to propose. That's it. That was Guy's whole thing. Right. Her sister yep. was going to get him a set of the matching Christmas pajamas that Aww. that Lydia and Zoe have every year. That's it. Those were those yeah. were the ideas I had and I'm like there's just not I can't make more out of this. Like I don't want this right. whole thing to be about, you know, you should tell your family. I don't want to tell my family. Okay, I guess you don't have to tell your family if you don't want to. That's your choice. Right. So And then you know, the ancient family curse causes Ralph the Christmas dragon to come alive for the first time in 500 years, and they have to f- either defend him or fight him or both, and mm-hmm. then realize that Christmas is really about uh, slaying the dragons within our own selfishness. Yes. Uh, and I decided that that wasn't a story that I felt capable of telling in the way that it needed to be told. Fair enough. So fair enough. I think that perhaps when I'm a more seasoned writer of. Oh, dragons. Uh huh. Um, perhaps I will attempt that, but never having Perfect. attempted fantasy in any yeah. way, shape, or form, uh, I right. don't think I'm quite ready to tackle Ralph the Christmas Dragon takes over Nebraska <laughs> yet. <laughs> it's not. It'd be hilarious if it wasn't fantasy, and Ralph the Christmas Dragon was also just super chill and like, hey, what's up? Uh, hey. Ooh, chili. And, no, <laughs> and then uh, yeah. everybody's having chili, including <laughs> Ralph the Christmas Dragon. And he's just like, oh, yeah, you know, that job thing. Ugh, am I right? High five, Zoe. And then you're like, crud, this this did not create the monstrous uh, conflict that I thought it was going to. Cool guy, though. Yeah, yeah. I like Ralph. I like him a lot. <laughs> yeah. TCD. It's, uh... 
So, I mean, and I yeah. kind of debated when I hit a point where I was like, okay, well, I missed a day. This story is yeah. not working for me. I could switch projects. Right. But at this point, we are a week out. Right. And I haven't been planning anything for that project, so probably they would sit around eating chili, too. Right. Right. Exactly. So, and yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it... I don't know. It was just... It it felt like I would write stuff that was sort of like, oh, huh, interesting. And then, I mean, like, either it was me or talking to my dad about it or, or, or whatever, I would sort of be like, yeah, I mean, this is fine, but, like, it doesn't, it's sort of just fine. And, like, yeah. that's fine. I mean, it is fine, but, like, it wasn't something that I wanted to use my energy on. And yeah. not that I use my energy on, like, important things like i started watching the mentalist so like i could have probably uh used writing time for that but uh i didn't i used it for watching the mentalist well and Um, i mean here's the thing we have precious few hours in the day to do the things that we want to do and so if writing is starting to feel like a chore right and it is not something that you are pursuing as a career if the project that you're working on is not something that you ever plan for other people to see, if you're doing it just for yourself, then take that time back. That's one thing that I'm yeah. actually really glad that we did Nano the way we did it this year, because yeah. I've never approached it as chill as I have this time. Yeah. Never before have I not frantically scrambled to meet the whatever the arbitrary goal was, whether it was fifty thousand or thirty thousand or whatever, right? And I've never given myself permission to write the word "and" and clock that one word as my word count for the day. Yeah, absolutely. And I feel like I this is going to sound really cheesy, but I feel like I kind of learned something about myself and grew a little bit as a person. Yeah, from this, which is. I mean, like, it's an arbitrary writing thing and a podcast, right. but, like, I I feel like there is definitely something to be said for allowing yourself to use your time the way you want, whether that is writing something, watching The Mentalist, yeah. going to bed an hour early. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. And, I mean... I think I want to just briefly touch on something because I absolutely agree with that. But, um, and editors, I don't know how you want to edit this, but like a conversation that we would maybe be having more, more in depth about if we were uh, all three of us here, but which I can definitely speak on a little bit from my own perspective is I reached a point, you know, with, daylight savings starting and holiday stuff and the kids were sick and all this stuff. Plus, you know, even maybe a little bit further back from that where stuff stopped seeming interesting to me. Yeah. Like I, I, I was, you know, podcasts have sort of stopped. Like I stopped listening to podcasts and I stopped whatever I, you know, reading, watch like just sort of 
existing is some days all I've sort of managed. And I don't think that it's necessarily depression, but it has a feel sort of semi like that um, in that regard. And so it was hard to be like, okay, it's hard to, you know, listen to content that other people have made or watch content that other people have made. Let's make some of our own felt like a step way too far. Yes. I can, uh, I can identify with that. I feel like for me, it's been this, I mean, the whole, like not necessarily being interested in podcasting, writing, like any of the creative outlets that I've had has been going on for a good year and a half or so now. Yeah. But it's in fits and starts. Like there will be days where all I want to do is get caught up on the backlog of a particular podcast. And then there are times where I'm like, all I want to do is listen to an audio book when I'm in the car. And then there are times when I just want silence. And I enjoy creating the podcasts when I'm doing it. Yes. But the thought of scheduling it, sitting down, doing it, like it feels daunting. Yeah. Even though I know it won't be once I'm in it. And it does feel like the past couple of weeks especially have been, I I think some of it has to be, like you said, daylight savings. We're back in like illness season. Yeah the pressure of the holidays coming up. I think a lot of that is affecting a lot of people. And like you said, it's not necessarily depression for everyone, but there is something just, everything just feels a little heavier in a lot of ways. Absolutely. Yep. Yeah, exactly. And yeah, like it's hard to make yourself create. Yeah. I mean, if I barely have the energy to do more than scroll Facebook, yeah. Like if it's if I'm wanting to go to bed at seven thirty p.m., I'm not gonna be able to write something good. And right. actually, Rihanna yep. and I had to postpone our last recording by a day because I texted her at like you know an hour before we were supposed to record, and I was like, I feel like death right now. Like I don't think I'm actually sick. I think I just need to yeah. sleep. Because I had been out of town, long harrowing drive home from to Virginia from Michigan in the sleet and the snow and the dark, and as usual, yep, because that is, <laughs> that is what happens when I drive to Michigan. But like my body just needed to catch back up, and my brain couldn't right. brain when yeah. I was in that kind of physical state. And I feel like the holidays and the change in like the light outside and stuff really just makes our bodies tired. Absolutely. Absolutely. I, uh, I actually thought I was, I thought my bye week was this week. Oh, whoops. So I, uh, had a message to you and Rihanna almost written. And then I was like, it's pretty late in the week for nothing to have been planned already. Let me just take a look at that old calendar. And then I was like, ah, it's my bye week this week. Cool. Um, and that, like, I'm not going to say that contributed to me not doing any more writing, but I think that probably maybe if I had talked about it last week, it's possible that I would have written something more. It's possible. I might not have. But, you know, I, it was weird to be like, it was sort of like, not the final straw, but it was also a thing where it was like, oh, 
So I, I'm not even going to get to sort of debrief about right. uh, this situation for another week. And that is the week where the month ends. Like, sort of like you, I'm like, I mean, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to really roll out the last four days. Yeah, like I could do a last like, push, but like what is... <laughs> Right. What what what's the the reward for doing that? Right. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. I feel um, like we've so, been sounding yeah. really down yeah. this episode, but I I do I, I mean I, I wanna be clear, like I'm not feeling down. Usually by no, this point yeah, yeah. in the season, I am either so close to the end right. that right. I'm super jazzed and like manic yeah. about it. Or I'm close, but it's gonna be a strong push to win, and I'm yeah. manic about it. So to not be right. manic right now feels really good. Yeah, for sure. And I'm really glad to have come away from this season with the knowledge that the world doesn't implode if I give myself permission to take a break. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, I mean... I feel, I feel, I guess not positive. I feel fine about it. Yeah. I feel like it, it was what it was, and the the muse didn't strike me in that way, and that's fine. Yeah, but it does. It does. This does lead me to sort of maybe final question time okay. for the post interview, which is with this new epiphany. What are you thinking about for next season? Are we? Are you thinking you're gonna? What do you think is gonna mean? I would love to be able to get back to normal nano. One thing that Rayanna right. and I talked about last week was potentially like talking to the rest of the cast about shifting to do like a camp nanorimo when they do it in like April or July or whatever. Okay. April probably. Well, I don't know. See, April has spring break. Right. So. That's another wrench in the works. And then July is summer break. Right. So either, I mean, it doesn't really matter when Nano is. I, if, if, you're the, right. if you're like home with kids, whether you're working right. from home with kids around or staying home with kids and having to entertain them and stuff, it ends up being hard. But I do think that yeah. not having the pressure of the holiday season and having it having nano like doing nano when it's lighter out for longer would help a lot right so that is something that i would be interested in possibly exploring is trying to do a whether it's for the for wham juice or not i would be interested in trying to do a nano in a different month when it feels like um the odds are stacked a little more in my favor. <laughs> sure, for um, sure, yeah. And, and also give myself permission to quit a project earlier if it feels like it's not working. I didn't push through right. on it because I was like, no, I'm going to make it work. It was more like I just kind of felt like, well, maybe I just need to get unstuck. I mean, that's what happened right. with the novella that I just published. I was stuck for like a year. And what yeah. what it took to get out of it was to skip around a little bit have big chunks of the manuscript just I know something needs to be here but I don't know what it is and right. have some scenes be super perfunctory like right. right he said this she said this he did that right she also did that 
and fix it, right. fix it in post. Because I just yeah, needed absolutely. to, I'm like, I'm not excited about writing this scene, but the scene has to happen. So, right. And, and, and it unstuck me. Um, it meant yeah. that, awesome. you know, yeah. <laughs> my poor co-authors had to read some really bad writing when they read the first draft. <laughs> but it was with a right. caveat of, I know this is really bad. I promise I'm going to fix it. If you have suggestions right. for how I can fix it, please give me those suggestions. But yeah, for sure. what about yeah, you? Absolutely. How do you think, what are you feeling about either next November Nano or any potential future Nano? Well, uh, potential future Nano possible, uh, 2013, <laughs> Wow. What? So time travel. I, 2013 is probably not going to happen. I'm just going to, yeah. I'm going to call it now. Um, 2023 is probably going to be a no since I'm going to be starting school. Right. Uh, I don't know. And, you know. Now, I assume that's a no for I, writing, but is it a no for hosting? Oh, yeah. No, okay, no, 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 we still no, get We still get yeah. our wham Of course. Of course. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And it, and it could be that that school is fine and perfectly integrates into my life and there's not a thing to to change. But, again, as I said last year, but this year I mean it, uh, <laughs> unless... I come up with something that I'm I'm super jazzed about. Uh, that's gonna be a probably a no anyway. But again, like school is gonna be number one. <sighs> Feels so weird to say that, but uh, uh, until I figure out whether or not I need to, how hard I need to sort of push myself for that right. to happen. Yeah, because at this point, I don't know what it even looks right. like. So yeah, well, that's the thing. I mean, yeah. a year from now. It's impossible to know what things will look like. Yeah, exactly. In, in exactly. so many different ways. Um, Absolutely. But yeah, I had a thought. Oh, one of the things that I have come to love about Nano in the past few years is doing this podcast. Yeah. And I don't want to lose that. Like, I'm really glad that we decided to do a chill season because a yeah. full Nano I would not have been able to participate in. Right. So yep. I really, I wanted to do the show, but I wasn't going to be able to do full nano. Well, uh, I think, I think that's a good stopping place. Yeah, I think so too. Again, not don't take this as a downer or a bummer or anything. Yeah. No, I'm honestly really pleased with how this nano season went. Even yeah. Even though for I sure. didn't do it in any way, shape, or form, except that I did do some writing in November, but yeah. it wasn't a novel. It was yeah. never meant to be a novel. It wasn't going to be 50,000 words. Right. I didn't get anywhere near whatever goal might have been. Like, I, essentially, I failed in every single way that I could have. And yet, somehow, I won yeah, by allowing myself exactly. to fail. You can't spell nano without no. Oh. And I think that that... No, go ahead. Sorry. Oh, I just think that, that, that that's the part that I did this year. Okay. <laughs> I had a quote that I was going to read. It's from at Hey Corey Allen on Twitter. It says, Ooh. the courage it takes to leave behind what's not for you anymore is the same courage that will help you find your way to what is. I like that. And I that. saw that like 30 minutes before we sat down to record. And I was like, you know what? That kind of, that kind of rings true right now. It's not, not, not that I yeah. feel courageous for allowing myself 
to tap out. But I think that there is a lot to be said for not continuing to fight a losing battle. Yeah. When you know that there could be something you can win at if you shift your priorities around. You... Two things occur to me. Um, uh, the first is, I disagree. I think that you're, given your nano uh, history, just in terms of longevity, I think it is a courageous thing for you to say, listen, this is going to be a time for me to think about sort of my own peace of mind and my own well-being and, and sort of self-care. I think that is courageous. And I think that you don't have to like, walk anything back but like i for me i think that it is a huge thing and i think I that i definitely uh, agree that very, it's a huge thing for, for yeah. me uh the other thing uh is there's a there's a wonder years line that says uh, the whole world's full of losers if you get the chance to win take it mm-hmm. and uh i think that's uh i think that's what you've done yeah, that that is a very so, good line yeah. because winning is whatever you want it to be absolutely it is and that 100 percent I think is where we should end. That's right. <laughs> did listener, did we do it? Are you happy? Are you pleased? We pulled the positive out. Get off our backs. God. All right. So that's going to do it for uh, <laughs> uh thank you for, for listening. Uh we'll be back with uh two more probably Probably two more post interviews. Yeah, I, I would imagine. Definitely at least one more. Yeah, uh, depending on how post uh, schedules can yeah, shake out. Sure. Uh, but thank you for listening. Thank you for sticking with us. And uh, as we always say at the end of 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 Wham Juice, take it easy on yourselves. Yeah, you don't have to say anything. You know, you don't have to even. You don't listen. Hey, if you didn't make it this far in the podcast, you can't hear me say that it's okay if you didn't make it this far in the podcast. It's true, but we're not mad at you. No. And I hope, that absolutely. Even and if that, you don't hear us say that, I hope that energetically you know that we are not mad absolutely. at you. Absolutely. Absolutely. The little line of like uh, 10 minutes remaining that you have on this episode, let that be uh, like a, a, an energy source for you of not hearing me say any of this stuff. It's like Schrodinger's reassurances. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think that should be the name of the episode. Exactly. And you know what, listener? You don't know what that is. And that's not passive aggressive. That's okay. You don't need that in your life. Yeah. At this point, it feels like we're couching some stuff in passive aggression. And we're not. We're not. For real. Do whatever you want. Okay? Fine. We love you. Love you. Bye. Okay. Talk to you later. Okay. Bye. author who has met their word count for the day and just can't stop writing? Are you a non-NaNoWriMo participant and you just want to have in on some of the fun of writing? Are you just a fan of the show and want to show us how good you are at putting words together? Then you can tweet at us at whamjuicepod or write us an email at wethotamericanmoonjuice at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. If you'd like to call in to Wet Hot American Moon Juice and talk about how NaNoWriMo is going for you, ask some questions, ask for advice, tell us how awesome we are, tell us how pretty we are, really, you know, build us up in any way, you can do that. 
at 901-800-WHAM or 901-800-9426. Call us, tell us how you're doing, tell us how you think we're doing, answer questions that we've asked or ask questions of your own, and here's a bonus, you get to hear my voice with a special outgoing voicemail message where I clearly don't know how the voicemail works. Call us. Wham Juice is a proud member of the Scavengers Network. All of the authors on this show are part of other projects on the Scavengers Network, with the exception of Kyle, but he's new here and uh, we haven't finished the hazing process yet. If you want to go find out about all the other shows on the network, go to scavengersnetwork.com and just take it all in.